and then is it recording yes do you yes. see yes. sound waves okay cool I clicked and too now early. it's okay it's okay I'm, I'm going to line up the clap sync which we will be doing in three two one oh that was oh. not in sync <laughs> i think it's the discord latency that makes it so um i'll i'll line up all the claps it'll sound great it'll sound uniform it'll sound succinct you'll be really happy uh with how well i can match up those waveforms Hell for yeah. sure satisfaction guaranteed nice but Very welcome good. everybody you are hearing cameron on this episode again hi cameron Hello. welcome back i'm here again and you're probably listening to this being like, oh, they hyped up the dating sim block. I'm so excited to see what dating simulator they'll get into. And then you turn on this episode and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Cult of the Lamb? That's not what I agreed with. And that's right. We pushed the dating sim back a week because this cute game came out. Cult of the Lamb. Wait, you're saying that's this right. isn't a dating sim? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a marriage sim for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, there was <laughs> dating. There was dating uh -huh. and there was sim. I didn't spec into that. I specced into ritual fight pit. Yeah, me too. Oh me too. That's like for sure. You know, that it's could be dating. So much better. I mean Oh man. You know, some people say that marriage is a fight, is a battle. Uh <laughs> and by some people I mean to say that I just made that up, but I'm sure that somebody said that before. No, I feel like it's a song lyric. <laughs> why, why is love always like a battlefield or something? Love uh, is like a battlefield. Yeah, yeah. And marriage You're is right. a ritualistic fighting thing. It makes sense. Pit. Perfect. Yeah, marriage is a ritualistic <laughs> fight pit. That's right. There are two sides of the coin. One of them is marriage. <laughs> the other is a fight to the death. So I'm really excited that we... It sounds like we've specced into different things because there is a lot going on in this cultist simulator. Um... Kind this of is, culture suit. It's like a roguelite. It's cult it's important to distinct thing. to to <laughs> to keep Cult of the Lamb and Cultist Simulator distinct. There are two. Oh games. right, that's another game. Yeah. yeah, Cultist Simulator is another sort of a roguelike cult game, but that one's oh. like a card game, like a a real time strategy card game, but like w roguelike one person one player. Um, very different. I was not a fan of that one. Not that that's the topic of this podcast, but I didn't like that game. I enjoyed messing around with it for a few hours, but I didn't really make a lot of progress because I didn't really understand how to make a lot of progress. It reminded me of Farmville. Because you're just <coughs> waiting for things. Sorry, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Cult of the Lamb. Uh, the way I've been describing this game is that you, you play as a cute lamb who's recruited by a dark god to start a cult, and then you, in turn, rec recruit more cute animal followers who you then, like, brainwash and sacrifice for benefit of the dark god. If you so choose. I mean, I feel like they give you plenty of options of how to run your cult, and we've kind of touched on it already, but there's like a lot of different specs that you can, you, you know, use to define your cult. So you can like decide to do resurrection or a funeral. You can decide to do marriage or a fight pit. Um, and it definitely seems like, you know, once you choose one spec, it'll lock you out of the other. Yeah. Um, and you just kind of build your cult that way. Um, but I think like the first thing, so you, you hear this concept that James is just like 
described. And then you look at the art for this game as well, because you play as probably one of the most adorable creatures I think I've ever seen in a video game ever. Like, you start out this game as a lamb, and you are to be sacrificed, and your little avatar guy is just, like, crying, and he has these, like, big doe eyes, and there's, like, tears streaming down his face, and immediately you're just like, oh no, oh no, and then you just kind of become this horrible or great leader, depending on how you want to define it, I suppose. Horrible and great. Mm. Yes. Um, Not horrible. My great, there's also beautiful. great and terrible. There's also a whole nother like half of this game. I would say actually maybe even more than half, uh, which is the the combat dungeon crusades. I guess is what it calls them. Yeah. Um, which are kind of reminiscent of Hades in that like you have and and also a little bit of like Slay the Spire. I guess in terms of like the pathing through the map, but mostly Hades. Um, and that you're sort of like running around a dungeon. You go into a room. You have like a fight in that room, and then you can move on to the next room, kind of. Um, and path your way through a dungeon until you get to a boss and fight the boss in. Then you're collecting a bunch of resources in these crusades um, and coming back to your uh, cult town, village. Um, Homestead. <laughs> Who knows? And uh, <laughs> using those resources to feed your cultists or build better housing or other structures to refine resources and things for them. Right, and it's like the the cult building a part of it. So first thing that came to mind actually is like as you're like chopping down trees or picking berries, it's very reminiscent of like Don't Starve, mm -hmm. where it's like it will take time to harvest things. It takes time to cut things down. There's even that that circle that like fully completes before it's like before the action is completed, which I thought was really cute. Um, and then at the same time, there's like you, you have this whole colony that you're trying to maintain. Um, and so you have to monitor your uh, your cult members' like hunger, as well as their faith in you, um, as well as the hygiene <laughs> of the camp. Because as it turns out, your cult followers shit, and they shit a lot. Yep. At least the very beginning. <laughs> they sure They're do. They're actually so yeah. lazy. Like they can't do anything at first, at least, like without a special hat. Like, how are they yeah. living on their own without the cults? I guess that's why they joined the cult, but... <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a good reason for Maybe why. they're just, like, normal animals without the guidance of these dark gods. Oh, oh and then they kind of become human-ish in yeah. a way, and they're like, holy shit, what do I do? Yeah, and <laughs> they, they can't take care of themselves, so you have to, like, make them food and, like, clean up their poop and turn it into manure and um make them poop sandwiches that's right yeah you can do that <laughs> you can do you can absolutely do that that is okay so highlight for me was like absolute highlight of the entire game was the little side quest because so many of the side quests are one follower just like bullying a different follower and it's always really funny <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah and i think it it adds to it if you decide to name your cult followers like after either people you know or people in your friend group so like obviously i boot up this game 
I get my first couple of cult followers and I immediately named them after people on this podcast. So I had a James, I had a McCoy, Elena, Raphael, Cameron, like those were my core five. Gabe joined later. And so it was just really hilarious how this all turns out because, you know, as also as you're building your colony and everything, your cult members start kind of having semi-personalities about them as they live their lives. And so like Raphael and James started like a tryst in the bottom corner of the map where I would go down there sometimes and they'd like both poop and then kiss each other. And I'd be like, that's sweet. <laughs> I get a notification this... being like, James and Raphael have started a relationship. And I'm like, oh. Was this after you... Uh, declared marriage as one of the tenets of your religion? No, this was this was well before. Because I nobody in my too. cult ever got into a relationship with one another. Yeah, I think so, they just so that's became friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I noticed that. I wonder if they maybe like the thing is. So that happened with both you. I, I say this as if it actually happened. Like you and you and Raphael James, you guys started a relationship. Believe me, I definitely saw you guys kissing. But then I, I just never saw it again in the game. Huh. So like, I am curious if maybe it was either unintended or patched out. I don't know because from that point onward, kissing, everyone actually, in mine. Oh, uh, really? but it, it but always just as friends. Yeah, it always <laughs> said like they became friends. Uh, maybe oh. <laughs> maybe they were somewhat nebulous on what they wanted that to be it, during the development process and didn't quite pin it down one side or the other. <laughs> well, I had an explicit side quest where Zoe was in love with uh, an explicit cultist. side quest. You say very explicit. No, it was literally just Zoe's <laughs> character being like, "I'm in love with Valifar. Please bring me some flowers." And I tried to get you to marry each other, but then I accidentally married you because I didn't realize that's how the ritual worked. Ah. Yep. Ah, uh, I see you're interested in Valifar. I shall marry you instead. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I mean, it's and it's hilarious too, because also I feel like the characters that you name that kind of become like pseudo pieces of shit, like are oddly fitting. And I say pieces of shit in the most endearing way, but like in my playthrough, McCoy kept on trying to get Cameron to eat poop sandwiches the entire time. Like every t single time McCoy would just be like, hello, hello. I really want Cameron to eat a poop sandwich. And I'd be like, okay, I'll indulge you this one time. And Cameron ate the poop sandwich and got sick. And I'm like, okay, you go bed rest. Literally the next day, hello, hello. You know, I really think we need to put Cameron in jail right now. And I'm just like, McCoy, <laughs> we're not doing this right now. <laughs> next day, hello. You know, I think Cameron was stealing from you. You should put them in jail still. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh interesting i never got the jail one i guess i never built a jail you never built a what How? no i mean i didn't build what, a jail what did you use late. the jail for when when the people rebel against you you put them in jail i guess i was rebelling good at managing my prayer or faith early on and so i didn't have people rebelling until if you if late. you don't lose a few times in a row, then I don't think anybody will ever rebel, basically. I, I did get a side quest. So like sometimes you'll ask, people will come up to you and ask if you want to accept people into your cult and they can be anything from like old to starving to sick. I did get like 
people want to join our cult, but they're, you know, but they're dissenters. Should we still invite them in? So, like, I would uh, yeah. bring someone in who was, like, automatically, like, full red bar dissenting. And oh. that's when I built the prison just for that. Oh, I sacrificed yeah. them. I also <laughs> sacrificed <laughs> them for sure. <laughs> yeah, it turns out sacrificing for, for gain is, like, super valuable. Yeah, um, I also specced into um, murder is okay, and uh, it's uh, better to die young. No. <laughs> oh. So my 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 strat was like, I would murder the cult the cultists when they became elders, and then I would resurrect uh, the ones that were high level. Oh. I did not see into afterlife. And I didn't even realize you could resurrect. Dude, people. afterlife is clutch. I've revived McCoy and Elena like twice each. Um, <laughs> they're my two highest level <laughs> characters. James, you're my highest level character. Yes. I, I use you as a demon on my crusades. Hell yeah. <laughs> McCoy and Elena are unfortunately both the same aspect um, for my crusades. Um, I... For Raphael, I uh, when you got old, I think I ascended you, and I don't think you can resurrect somebody who you've ascended. Uh, I don't think so. Wait, doesn't isn't ascension? Isn't that like an alternative to resurrection in terms of like? I think you can you only get one of those rituals. No, I I. But I think I like with think ascension. So. A body isn't left behind, yeah. so there's no like grave to choose. Yeah, to that's that. Like body. instead of you dying of natural causes, I, um, I like gave you to the god. Okay, I don't think I got ascension. Yeah. Um, instead, or or I sacrificed you for my own benefit. Um, in order to <laughs> power up my character, one or the other. You were very high level, so all of the the crew was very high level because I cared the most about leveling up my dudes, like the first generation. Mm -hmm. um, oh, Cameron I was murder. very good. I think Murder's I think I actually I think no, Cameron the second is the one who I turned into a gold statue because I didn't know what that would do for Midas. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> uh, I, I I created like a second generation of everybody. I'm currently on Zoe's third generation, who's just Zoe question mark, um, <laughs> who is a a horse with a bloody horn. Oh. Hell yeah! Oh, um, I think I have one of those. And. Uh, you're still pretty low level, um, but because I, I just got you recently, but I, I think you give spirit hearts, and you're the only person in my colony to give spirit hearts right now, so that's pretty high value. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first generation, Elena just leveled up faster than everybody else. I don't know what it was. It might have been a perk or something. Um, I think that is a perk a villager or a cult member has. And um, so I made her the, uh, uh, like, faith enforcer. Um, ah, and then and a tax collector. <laughs> 
Faith Enforcer and Tax Collector seem to be very good. I'm currently running low on money, so I wonder if you will ever do that with Tax Collector. Uh, Tax Collector I th found very underwhelming, actually. Huh. But did uh, you run the, out of money? The give me the money ritual is way better. Yeah, I would believe that. You get, like, hundreds of money. Yeah. Um, so I guess whereas the Tax Collector takes, like, a day to collect, like, 15 coins or something. Yeah, I guess oh, I should I'm do... not very far into the game. So I'm not having money problems with the tax collector, but I, I'm probably halfway through the, like, full progression. Hmm. Um, I just like the tax collector because whenever you see the tax collector doing its thing, the people who are talking to him are so sad. They're always <laughs> yeah. so upset about it, and it's very funny. They're like, ah, not you again. <laughs> And then, so Elena died, and then after Elena died, Zoe was like, I'm going to be real with you. I want to be the Faith Enforcer. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so I made Zoe the Faith Enforcer. Um, you see this blood on my horn? Yeah, that was Elena that's on this <laughs> horn right now. I want to be the Faith Enforcer. Uh, so the Faith Enforcer is now a female-only position. Um, Hell yeah. Girl power. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Has anybody seen the Twitch integration? What with this? Yes, game? I I saw it on Northern Lions. Uh, Me too. Hell yeah! <laughs> but yeah, it's really interesting. So there's this whole like streaming interactive component that they've added with this game, <laughs> which includes one of the things that you can do is as as a streamer gets a follower, they can start a like follower <laughs> raffle. You're okay, buddy. Don't worry. I'm so sorry. I just <laughs> inhaled water down my... <clears throat> oh, no. But, uh... <laughs> Fuck. But, sorry about that. But, yeah, you can... Uh, but, yeah, basically, like, a streamer can, like, have their viewers, like, enter a raffle, and then the cult follower will have, like, the, the follow... Or the you know person's username on it and so basically like the streamer has this like i guess extra dimension with their cult and that their cult is literally their streaming viewers oh wow that That's they can so do cute. and yeah there's also like a lot of I, I there's a lot of cool things like as you're on crusades your chat can like vote about whether they want to help or hinder you the all the streams i watched everyone always voted help so I don't actually know what hinder actually does. Um, but I know like helping, like you can either like summon one of like the demons, demon types to like aid them. You can give them an extra heart. You can give them like a new tarot card or something like that. So I just thought that was like really interesting. I feel like a lot of games these days are kind of leaning more into that Twitch integration um, just to kind of give, I guess, an extra interactivity for streamers to like play a game with the viewers, which I thought was, and, and also like as a, if a viewer wins a raffle, they get to like customize the cult member to their own liking and everything. So I thought that was really cool. That's yeah. It seems like a really cool system. <clears throat> I don't know many Twitch integrations, but this one seems to make like a lot of sense. Like, I feel like the ones I've seen were, like, smaller games where they're just, like, create random events in the game, and it's kind of, like, disruptive. But yeah. this one sounds mm -hmm. like it'd be good. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah. that was, that was kind of Northern Lion's take too that I saw him talk about was like, most of them are just like, have your, your uh, viewers make the game either trivial or impossible. <laughs> like those are the two <laughs> options. And this one is like, not that. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, I really like how they're like leaning into the, uh, making the followers like your viewers or, or your some group of friends because I think that kind of like role playing aspect of it is one of the strengths of the game yeah yeah. half of my followers at the beginning were just the defaults and I'm not going to lie like the cult management part was less interesting and then when I saw that everyone was like naming their cultists I was like wait what a good idea and it was so much better when I started doing that <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I have a hot take that I suspect is not a hot take. Ooh, Cameron's hot take time. <laughs> Let's go. The fact that we've exclusively talked about the cult management part, I'm going to say it, it's like the better half of the game, in my opinion. Yeah, Ooh. I agree, actually. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think, like, yeah. The, the combat is, is decent, um, but I think mainly there okay so like my main gripes are the timing and hitboxes aren't quite crisp enough to make me want to like really like invest a lot of like time and getting good at it and uh focusing on the combat um there were quite a few instances where like a hitbox didn't line up where i thought it would or i got hit by something that i couldn't see anywhere uh or um my own hitbox like just missed an enemy although it looked like it should have hit and then they attacked me in the like recovery time um because like when you hit something normally it like knocks it away and so you have like i guess a high risk situation where you can go for the hit and interrupt their attack um but if you miss that then you're screwed um so i thought that wasn't quite where it needed to be um, and then the other thing was um, you don't have a lot of choice with your weapons. Uh, you're just given one at the start of a crusade, and then you might have an opportunity to change it um, one or even several times. Um, but you can get locked into weapons that you don't like. Uh, I really hated the hammer in mm -hmm. particular. Oh, yeah. hell, I hated that so much. <clears throat> Especially the last area with the spiders, like who, oh which move around like so quickly. I swear there was like five runs in a row where I got the hammer, and I'm like, is this the game punishing me? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, for real. I I think that that's a really th those are like all the things that I felt about this. Like the um the the thing about like hitboxes really feeling slightly off just like is so frustrating and um my the first like fleece that i got was the golden fleece which is super high risk super high reward you take double damage but every time you kill an enemy you get like plus 10 percent damage um until you get hit which is all like, I could go through, like, the entire thing not getting hit, and then I would just, like, get hit by something that felt like utter bullshit. 
and it felt super punishing and very frustrating. Um, I'm currently in And one. I refused to take it off, which is stupid of me. <clears throat> yeah, I also used the golden fleece. I fully admit that that is stupid, but... And it's then just I, so much better than the other fleeces, though. Yeah, un unfortunately it is, unless you can't avoid getting hit. Um, and then it's so much worse than the other fleece. <laughs> Well, nothing feels worse than when you have it like stacked up like 500% damage yeah. and then like there's a projectile that you think that you've dodged that hits you suddenly and it yeah. goes down to zero. Exactly. For sure. And you're like, I, I found that with that, the claw weapons are actually super good um, if you can get it up to a high percentage, um, but they're atrociously awful at zero percent. Um, the claw weapons are, are very high attack speed very high area uh, like hit area but they do very low damage until like the last one in your combo um, it's all stacked to the end of the combo and in this game like that's a huge problem because a lot of the times you have to like attack once and then run away um, but if you're at 500% then you're like one hitting most things anyways and so just like high high uh, attack speed and high like large areas just super valuable but mm -hmm. then you get hit once right at the start of the boss fight and then you're just screwed did everyone what what difficulty did everyone play on I read a um, review I'm... that said that said no, to do the, the most difficult one and I kind of regret it, but you can change it at any time, though. Well, but but like you can, but I'm not going to. But <laughs> I pride. <laughs> what what and what boss have you beaten? What bosses oh, so, have you beaten? Yeah, I guess like I've gotten to Leshy and beat it, and then I'm doing. I've got to the boss for the second one. I forget the little frog friend. Heck, Hecate is I think the second one. And I yeah. fought. Yeah, I think it is that. Yeah. Um, and I fought it twice now, and I but I got the golden fleece, so I'm currently in the like horrible problem of yep. like trying to not get hit for an entire run, so I can like two hit the boss, and I always get hit like the room before, which is very fun yep. gameplay. <laughs> it actually I I've only been using the golden fleece for like an hour, so I'm not annoyed with it yet, but I like it a lot right now because it feels like I'm learning. This may change with time <laughs> oh it's i feel like it's super good for teaching you to not get hit it's super good for like damage but i think it's super bad for boss fights <laughs> i think it's super good for boss fights um but it's yeah but you're also more just, it, a better it gamer than me it exacerbates <laughs> the like hitbox problem i guess yeah what uh, what difficulties was everyone else on um, I've been playing on medium. I didn't really feel a need to change it. Um, I, I didn't feel like things were trivial. Um, and it's particularly with the golden fleece where it's like, even if like, I'm probably tankier than like the tank, the tanking uh, amount of tankiness that I have would probably make it not fun. Like, because the golden fleece is really encouraging you very strongly to not get hit ever. Um, I feel like that accomplished more than what the difficulty 
change would have, which my understanding is the difficulty change affects how much health you have and maybe health of enemies. Yeah, does anyone that seems know? to be that seems to be my understanding. I mean, I also played on medium, um, and I felt like medium was. I mean, it was nice for the. I, I think it was the perfect like amount of challenge towards the end of the game, um, but definitely in the very beginning, like the first two to three bosses, like it definitely seemed to be a little easy. Um, that being said, like, I, so yeah, like, when I play on medium, usually what will always happen is I'll, like, collect up to, like, basically I'll have, like, four red hearts, two diseased hearts, and, like, a bunch of spirit hearts by the end. Like, I have a ton of health. Um, and then when I've seen, like, someone like Northern Lion play who's playing on, like, the hardest difficulty... I think you already are punished with that difficulty for only having max two red hearts or something. Like, your your max health is already depleted. Um, and then, yeah, it just seems like healing or opportunities to heal are, like, very few and far between. Or, like, if they are, they don't come from chests. It comes if you decide to, like, clear out the room of, like, debris. Which is nice if you have something like the claws... Not so nice if you have the hammer, because I never cleared out the rooms if I had the hammer. It was oh way too god. slow. Oh my god, so slow. <laughs> I feel like... Uh, <clears throat> go for it. I'm on hard difficulty, the second hardest. Um, and, uh... I don't know. It feels okay. It feels... Like, I... So, I've beaten the first two bosses and I'm at the third boss and almost at the fourth boss as well which you can kind of do concurrently as long as you have enough followers um I don't know they're just kind of frustrating <laughs> uh frustratingly large amounts of health um for not using the golden fleece but then also I just get hit when I use the golden fleece and so it's the same. I just have less help. I don't know. Yeah, I think the mm. third boss in particular was a bit tricky. Uh, the one of Anchor Deep because he has a lot of projectile spam. Yeah, a lot of projectile spam. Mm -hmm. Can you um, hit projectiles? Yeah. I think I've done that a few times, but I don't actually. I know. think you can hit the arrows, but not like the fireballs, which are most of what the bosses do. Uh, yeah. You can yeah, so you can reflect arrows. But um, I have definitely swung at things, and then, like, it's just a millisecond too early in the swing animation, and you get hit, and it's really frustrating. Yeah, I've only um, ever accidentally deflected projectiles. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be the way to do it. <laughs> Unfortunately. But, I mean, so, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not bad. It's just not quite good enough. It's it's not quite crisp. And, like, I ended up going... So, I, I've completed this game the whole way through. I, I And earlier uh, yesterday, I went back and I played... I booted up Hades again. And I decided to play that a bit just for some comparison's sake. And I think it's just a testament, maybe either to team size, because I know a very small team 
made this game. But, I mean, Supergiant is also relatively small as well. Um, but it just definitely seemed like Supergiant paid more attention to how, like, how the combat feels. But then again, at the same time, Hades doesn't have, like, a, you know, cult, uh, you know, community simulator tacked onto it, right? Like, the core part of Hades is the is the dungeons and the combat. Um, so it kind of makes sense that they really make that as crispy as possible. Um, I kind of like I'm, thinking yeah. about the, the dungeon runs as like just a mini game. That made me feel a little bit less like annoyed by it. Like it's like, oh, hmm. it's the fishing mini game, but just a dungeon crawler instead. Yeah, it it's kind of true, <laughs> but it's also like, <laughs> 60% of the game. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's like definitely potential for the game to be a lot better if they had uh, gotten that a bit more refined. Yeah. And and there's like interesting systems there like the the weapon I and mean, the weapon diversity I guess is like modest, uh, but the tarot cards are fun. Um, like especially when you get like those ridiculous combos. Uh, I had one where I, mean, I, I think I had 1.5x speed from a tarot card and the, with the golden fleece and so I was running around super fast with like five times the damage. I like <laughs> it. And that was amazing. I do just think about Binding of Isaac, Isaac and how it's like not that. So in my opinion the tarot cards are like not doing enough to be interesting. Mm -hmm. But it is like it does have that like big number good feeling when you like get the right stuff i just wish there was yeah. more like interesting stuff to do with it yeah there could definitely be more depth as well yeah i think my i guess my only critique is that a lot of the weapon aspects um either need to have like the chance of the weapon effect to happen more or i i'm not really sure but like there was a lot of times where i'd get a weapon that was like upon kill, ten percent chance to spawn a ghost that immediately attacks another uh, enemy, and I feel like that ten percent chance was way too low. Like I feel like it would be like once every five dungeons that I would completely clear, and I'd see like one ghost pop out of my weapon to like attack another enemy for like a sixteenth of its health, <laughs> and so it didn't really feel all that worth it and like these were also for like you know high uh you know attack speed weapons as well and yeah it doesn't happen on like on attack it happens on enemy death and so i either feel like they needed to like increase that chance to make it actually feel like that weapon did something or i don't know um like i i feel like maybe also healing like the healing on death maybe that 10 percent makes like sense because you don't really want to give a player too much health but maybe some of the other ones, like poison and summoning ghosts, like I wish could have happened a little bit more to like make it feel like it was worth it. Also, I feel like half the time when you summon a ghost, it was the last enemy in the room. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And it's <laughs> like, what I the noticed. fuck? What the yeah, fuck? Thanks for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Then the ghost would just like look around and go into the floor and be like. <laughs> wasted your 10% chance. Get on. I was honestly 
like I unlocked that and I was like, this is gonna be such a good game. And then when I experienced it, I was just like so sad because it was really disappointing. Like the actual mechanic of it is very disappointing, but it sounds yeah. so cool. The ghost summoning curse though is pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> I liked um, a lot of the curses. I feel like the curses were well diversity wise, like they were interesting enough and the switching between them was cool and I didn't have like a clear favorite. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, and I think they also actually played very well with combos for sure. And even like weapon types, like I definitely loved like the the chilled curses with the hammer just because I could actually slow down the <laughs> enemy enough to like actually hit it with the hammer. And so like I feel like that combination I felt deadly. Um, but then also like um, you know possession ones as well as uh, anything to do with like the black ink like projectile wise or like you know rift wise those were always like fun as well yeah. and and the flavor was good like the like tentacles coming out of the ground and stuff pretty fun yeah, I think, like, actually, even more so than the cult gameplay, the art direction is what really makes this game. 100%. Um, favorite part. Like, just all of it. Like, the, the visuals, the, the voice acting of the followers. I I don't <laughs> think I can do their, their voices, even though it's just, like, they're babbling, but it's just, it's, it's so good. <laughs> they're, like... They sound like something out of like I don't know a kids show or, or something with like high pitched like cutesy voices, but then like they do this creepy like hooting when you complete a ritual and it it just fits. <laughs> yeah, it fits perfectly with with the like vibe of the game. Um, All the and voice it might be like Star phenomenal. Wars. Remind me like Star Wars Ewoks are mm -hmm. what they reminded me of of just like the little chirping and you know noises my favorite was like whenever like what like a pair of them would have a bad conversation they'd be like Shukala. <laughs> and just walk away from each other <laughs> then you'd go read their like thoughts and they're just like wow that was a horrible conversation better steer clear of that person <laughs> Did anyone, but like, you guys are in the, a relationship the voice acting of the side area people Oh my god. Yes. Those were the fishing awesome. guy is my favorite. Yes. <laughs> the fishing oh, I, the fishing people, A plus. I like Clonic. was I guess the first one you encounter. Yeah. I, I do like how a lot of the like yeah, they're like voice kind of sounds a lot like how they look, right? So like the fishing guy is like this clear fish and you can he hear like the voice actors like lip popping as he's like <laughs> as he's talking um and like I, I think when you're on crusade you'll like run into this uh cat shopkeeper and she like purrs like you know rolls her r's as she's like meowing at you um it's kind of there's like a lot of really how much <laughs> like because you normally so like you do the like bah, 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 type stuff to save on voice acting because you know you're not like actually saying words, but like every character has their own voice actor, I assume, or at least a, their own voice. 
not like the followers but like all the side characters yeah all the other characters yeah. were like really diverse in their voices surprisingly diverse considering they're all like blah 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 blah, blah <laughs> lines <laughs> blah, blah, blah. but they also go like <laughs> yeah yeah i really want to like see some like <clears throat> footage of the voice actors in the voice booth like i want to know if they were like people like who work on other things in the studio if they're just like hey dale in you know development like can you just come over to this sound bo booth and just like pop your lips and just make noises like <laughs> thanks no there's like, no I'm way really these people had talent <laughs> it could have it could have just been the sound engineer though you know like it could have oh, been it could be i mean sound engineers probably probably can like know what to to make the sounds of so it makes sense yeah i mean I, I think back to like how super giant does it right like darren corb their main music guy also voices a lot of the characters as well because he's also like their sound engineer at the same time and i know that sometimes he's like asked like other people in the studio to like just come in and like supply like voice sounds and whatnot so I like to imagine that that's how it's like in this one of like, who has the best cat voice? <laughs> Kathy, get over here. <laughs> like, we need you. <laughs> I am tempted to make one of those little voice snippets like a, my ringtone of some kind. <laughs> I think it would be good. I'm going to try it. I'll report back in a future episode. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, I mean, I definitely think the, the cult setup part, I, I think just a lot of what brings the cult area to life was very well done i agree like i think even just there's there's a lot of really cute but subtle animations like we talked about like you know it's like a fish you do a fishing mini game but i think like what is adorable about that fishing part is as you're reeling the fish in the lamb has the most hilarious expression on his face as he's reeling it in like he's bug-eyed looking panicked as hell <laughs> and it looks absolutely adorable <laughs> the entire time and then really? there's just like other moments like where you uh like all of the ritual types that you can do like whenever i did feasting rituals i thought it was just always so funny how the lamb like has these like side eye to the cult members like as they're eating just being like uh-huh you eat that shit you like me <laughs> yup <laughs> I think it just adds a bunch of charm to what is arguably like a pretty dark subject, all things considered. What? Dark subject? Is this a good time to talk about like how you can eat your own followers' meat? Did anyone do that? <laughs> Probably. <clears throat> yeah, because this is that? essentially a cult. <laughs> I, I did it because someone told me to. They were like, I want to taste, I think they were like, I want to taste poop, I want to taste flesh. And I was like, okay, I'll do it for you. <laughs> Jeez. Did they die? They did not die. Um, I don't remember if there was any, like, conclusion to that storyline. Also, that's kind of- isn't it cool that- uh, sorry, back to the quest lines, because it's my literal <laughs> favorite part of the entire game. There's, like, literal- there's quest lines, like, it's the same story beat for some of them, right? It's- that's awesome. Like, I, did I didn't get any of that. Like, tell me about it. <clears throat> well, I- as far as I understand it, it's like you'll get a random quest where they're like, hey, make make someone eat poop, and then you're like, okay, I'll do it. And then the next quest you get from them, they're like, wasn't it so funny when we did that? Let's escalate this storyline. And I had a couple of those <laughs> happening. I don't think and it, it made I, don't, I ever alive. had that happen. 
I definitely had the the double poop eating one. I was like, <laughs> what if we trick him again? Yeah. He eats poop again. <laughs> and then they were like, ha ha ha! I can't believe you fell for it again. <laughs> yeah, I, it just yeah. it makes people it makes it seem less like a random side quest that's like just generated from dice and more like, oh, this person's like obsessed with someone eating poop. <laughs> Right, and I think yeah, further emphasized by, like, if you, like, happen to name the person after someone you know, right? Because it's, like, there's that extra element. <laughs> um, like, I think for mine, like, I had a follower come up to me and be like, hey, like, can you go into Anerna and, like, look for my lost brother? And so, like, you, you go through the Anerna woods and then you know one of the followers that you pick up is the brother you come back to camp and they're like you're my brother's so thankful he really wants to marry you and so you like <laughs> mm -hmm. do the marriage ritual and then a couple days later the same brother comes up and he's like i know you married my brother but i want to marry you <laughs> and you're just like <laughs> wait what is happening right now <laughs> like, i mean it is so a cult <laughs> I you, did have a very incestuous multiple? You can. Oh, yes. they, oh the spouses get really jealous of each other because then so I decided to marry both brothers. And I was like, okay, I've married both of you now. Um and then it's actually really funny too, because if you smooch one in front of the other, they get really upset. <laughs> really, really angry. It's like the Sims. <laughs> <laughs> um But then at then that same brother that like asked to marry, he was just like you know what I think would be really great if you threw my brother in jail? And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. He's my husband. And you are too. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then that same brother later, it's just like, you know what? I think the best thing to do would be to sacrifice my brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, I agree. It was just like this, like, I think, like, five quest plot line. But the fact that if you can, like, be able to, like, trace who the follower is and the relationship they have with other, like, other cult members like i think it's just absolutely hilarious that they like really paid a attention to that really i i just thought it was great <laughs> i'm amazing yeah, yeah. James. i had one where uh, zoe actually asked me to murder another friend in game and so then i i went and asked that friend what should i do <laughs> guide me and he said accept it must be done <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, I I uh I had McCoy um ask me to get his brother. McCoy was a pig. I had a he he had me get his brother from the woods. Um and then um he was very happy that his brother had joined the cult until the next day when he said that he and his brother had uh like differences and wanted to fight his brother in the fighting pit oh because you oh. had a different doctrine right you yeah. didn't have the wedding so there's <laughs> branching quests this is amazing yeah yes. I, I had a bunch about the fighting pit as well and um and so they fought each other in the pit and then i said that um mccoy's brother could not kill mccoy uh when he won <laughs> the fight um, and that, that I think was the end of it. So wait, so with the, so tell me about these fighting pits. So does one follower just always die? No. Uh, when you do that? So okay. you like, you pick any two followers and then they fight 
one of them will win, and then you get like a thumbs up, thumbs down, gladiator style. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where you can say whether whether the one who lost dies or is spared. Yeah. What does oh, this give you? Wow. And the one is the the one who wins is disappointed if you don't let them kill. But I think if they get spared, then they get more loyalty, so they they level up a bit. Um, the other one does. Yeah. Oh, okay. The one uh, that loses gets loyalty. So I think it's it's more for the quests, but if you wanted to use it, you could maybe try to like put if you happen to have two dissenting uh, followers, you could put them in the fight against each other and that's a let one idea. get murdered and then sacrifice <laughs> the other one or something. My okay, so it's less like my current uh, cult has two dissenters. <laughs> well, you know what to do. So it's, it's less like do. doing it gives you a big faith boost or like a lot of money or something. And it's more like maybe an easy way to kill people. Yes. Yeah. I think it has to do with their level who wins. Um, or they're more likely to win or something. Hmm. I, don't know I didn't do it enough, but I, I definitely had some upsets in there <laughs> where the, the lower level person won. This makes me want to like play through the game again and just pick all the opposite things just to see what's different. Because I got a lot about food and like people being sweet to each other. No one was fighting. I don't think anyone <laughs> even said go to like this person should go to prison. One person was like, I think this person's a dissenter, but they weren't. So I was just like, they're not. And that was the end of that story. <laughs> Lots of people falling in love. Maybe I just had a happy cult. Maybe I'm a good cult leader. Wait, I think you so might be a good cult leader. Zoe, did you get the belief in original sin trait? The reduced faith loss faith loss when putting a follower in jail? Uh no, I think I did the other one which was gain twenty faith for every morning that someone's not in jail. Yeah, belief in absolution. Yeah, I did that. Okay, okay, yeah, so that's the one that I did only because I really only jailed people if they dissented, which was only if I, like, accepted those dissenters into the cult in the first place. I uh, never had a follower, like, dissent, uh, I guess, like, due to faith decay or anything like that. I guess it's just that I didn't build the jail, that I never got quests like that. I, I think, I think... Uh, I think that's right. Only because I never got quests like that until after I first built it. Um, I think I got a so quest I think to build it... it. Someone was like, you need a jail. Oh. I was like, alright, I'll huh. do it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I think I, I did, didn't even I did... unlock it until almost the end. Me too. I think for the most part, most quests were obtainable. I did get one that was kind of, like, doomed to fail. Um, only because it was, it, it was kind of one of those quest storyline things again, where a follower is like, I really like this one person. Can you grab me some flowers? And so I grab some flowers and then they're like, okay, can you gra grab me some gemstones? They'll like me that way. Grab the gemstones. And I wasn't quite through with that third area yet. And they wanted me to make a certain dish. I remember. Oh, yeah. I had flowers and then the fancy dish which was the magnificent vegetable one yeah which requires you to get like vegetables from all the regions basically 
Exactly. So I had like, I'd finished the first region and I was going through the second. And then I was like, wait, I'm still not encountering these vegetables. So I looked up like, oh, it needs three different ones. Uh, and so then I unlocked all the areas and did them in parallel and was able to complete it. It gave you, it gave me a lot of time to do that one though. It was oh, like maybe 10 days I, or something. I guess that's my fault. I never thought to like try and unlock an area before I beat another area's boss. I thought the other areas only became unlocked like after you defeated the boss of the previous zone. No, they just had like a follower account requirement. Yeah, uh, I unlocked mine when I could because I didn't like sustaining that many followers. So I just unlocked it and then I let my followers die down to a normal size. Ah, what was normal <laughs> for you? Like seven? Um, I think it's like, yeah, like eight or nine, huh. I think. The, I, I mean, think like 12, was. I want to say. You got to get those numbers up only because the final area requires 20. Yeah. Oh, oh there's another one. Obtained about 14. <laughs> I like, I was like, yeah, I was in like the 12 to 14 range. I finished all four areas and then the last area needed 20. And so basically I went to that spider <laughs> that was like holding followers every single day and just bought them like one after another. I was just like, I need, I need blood. I need followers. I need blood. <laughs> Then someone would get old and i'm like fuck don't you die on me i need 20. <laughs> like, dude like two people get old like every day it's so frustrating <laughs> right i wish you could craft the like necklaces because there's that double lifespan one there but i never is. have enough for everyone i mean i did so give james with that one 14 oh, i yeah. was able to uh keep like maybe eight no actually i think like around 10 permanently alive yeah through resurrection oh really wow. i need to get in on this resurrection thing dude resurrection yeah, is the shit uh offering statues also the shit they're just like infinite resource generators oh wait you can make those. multiple of those fuck yeah i had like an entire side of my base filled with them oh my god free well. resources holy shit you're a genius i was too embarrassed to say this at the beginning when you were all talking about uh demon companions but i never unlocked that entire tree and now i'm like oh i should have probably unlocked that tree dude they're pretty I, I did valuable it pretty late but um yeah they're pretty good i was just really into farming and you know there's a <laughs> lot of farming unlocks to do so oh my god my my farming buildings like stopped working i yes. had that happen with one of them as well uh that's a great segue to a different topic which is bugs how many bugs <laughs> did you all have <laughs> I had uh, my farming building stopped working. That was the main one. That was quite frustrating. <laughs> I had yeah, actually I had three. I had two soft locks, and then my farming building stopped working. Uh, I had some soft locks as well. I had a couple of times where I came into the uh, cult camp, and none of my followers were there. <laughs> no. They were just not there. Um... <laughs> Uh, I ended up like reloading the game and that fixed it. Uh, I also had some scenarios where like the frames got really low. Uh, so there was some performance issue, memory leak or something. Um, but I mean, I guess I was playing it for like 12 hours straight. So mm -hmm. most of mine were around followers, not being in the right spot. So a couple times I went into the the little sermon area and there was just a follower in the darkness not in the building wandering around 
which like uh, <laughs> made it really take a long time for the sermon to start. And a lot of yeah. cutscenes involving followers, sometimes the followers, I think it was waiting for them to appear, but they never appeared, so I just got softlocked. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one where I was like in the sermon interface and I couldn't do anything or exit out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, but I was able to open up the menu and save and <laughs> quit to menu and then go back in. <laughs> yeah, that, those soft locks never happened to me. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, I did play this game like right on launch. Um, and so I think I did have I did have a couple soft locks, one on a crusade. Um, in particular in the spider area, like there, there are these spiders that will be in like little web sacks up at the, like on the ceiling yeah. that'll break through like halfway through a dungeon crawl. And sometimes if I was too fast in clearing an area, at least it seemed like if I, if I was too fast in clearing an area, like the spiders up on the ceiling would just never break out. And so I just kind of be stuck in a room that I can't exit out of or enter. Like, I can't go anywhere, but also the enemies up at the ceiling are not breaking through to, you know, allow me to kill them. I so, had that, like, like, it didn't fully lock, but I had, like, several times where I was waiting for them to, to pop, and then they'd pop eventually in. Right. After, like, maybe 10 seconds. They've also yeah, mine the was a, a minute. Times. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I would, like, stand there for a minute just being like, please, <laughs> please just come down. Um... I think another one I had, like, I definitely had, like, farm buildings where, like, I would ask people to work there and nobody would be working there. So those needed just, like, a quick, like, save and restart. Yep. Um, another time I, like, exited the church after a sermon and all of my followers were just, like, glitched in the doorway and stuck um, and slowly starving and getting tired. So I had to save and restart my game because they could not move <laughs> from there. Um, I think it was just, like, really, like, I say small issues like that. Um, I think, I think the most glaring one, and this happened right on launch that I think they quickly patched after, but, um, whenever, so I played on mouse and keyboard, and whenever a follower would ask you a quest, um, you could either mouse over yes or no, or, like, accept and decline, or you could use, uh, A and D on the keypad, and I think the input was having some like weird cross-channel like mixing because there would be a time where both my mouse cursor and the like i would press a and the mouse cursor would be over accept and then as soon as you click it would give you the declined response so like i was just constantly like declining my followers for the longest time oh no (laughs) so like those i mean i would have to like save and quit and like try again but it happened a lot, I remember, to the point where I got a little frustrated with it, just because you'd be like, all right, accept. Everything's highlighted, except press enter, and it'd be like, woo, <laughs> like, everyone's upset with you. <laughs> God damn it, I'm trying not to. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it sucks. I, I didn't have, you seem to have a lot worse bugs, because I think also Crusades, like, reset if you, like, they don't save in the middle, right? Right, yeah, as basically you would need to like quit out and like restart the entire crusade. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so yeah. you win the had the most bugs award, I think. 
Yeah. But they've also, like, patched the game, like, four times since then, something like that. Yeah. And admittedly, also, like, I, I did play a bit yesterday and a little bit today. And, like, performance-wise, it is, like, much better. Um, like, I, I encountered no bugs this time around. Oh, I had so. two softlocks today. I guess, oh. spoiler, I was playing this game right before the podcast because I was behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, I, I think you... The, the actual, like, you don't lose much with the softlocks, so it's not that annoying, because you can still save during them for some reason. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. Right, because yours is just solely to do with, like, being in the camp. Yep. And everything. Yeah, yeah. they're doing the little okay. cutscenes, and then it just no never progresses past it. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah, I guess I wanted to call it out because there are, I would say, like, a more than average number of bugs, I think. But not that bad, in my opinion, in terms of, like, the impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was looking a bit at the developer, uh, and it is three or four people. It's a little unclear from their website if one of the, per one of the, well, so they say a mass one massive monster and his three pets. And they, they list specific people for the pets. They do not list a person for the monster, so it's unclear if the monster is a person or an idea. I don't know. Um, yeah, so it's a very small team. Yeah. Okay, so that's, like, much smaller than even Supergiant, for sure. That's very surprising. Also, like, good for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... They so I did a little bit of looking at like their previous games, because um, I was curious about like uh, I, where they were coming from, and they they had a few where they were doing a, a similar-ish art style, but I think they they really refined it with this game. It was a big step up from their others. Yeah, the art is mm -hmm. great. I think the all the little like followers are fun fun designs cute cute animals um i think the different areas are like distinct fine to look at all of the enemies are are very distinct and and i think that their animations are well done um they might not be lined up with the hitboxes very well but <laughs> overall i think they did a good job with mm -hmm. the art. Not to mention, like, I, I thought the I thought the music was really great as well. I, 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 as much as, like, we were kind of talking about Crusades just kind of not being, like, a large part of the game, I really liked the music within the dungeon crawling a lot. Yeah. I loved Anchor Deep's music in particular. Mm. Right. Um, but I thought also, like, the music in general was surprisingly unique like because they it, it's all incorporating like kind of the follower vocals uh like they're they're kind of chanting in the music hmm. i um, never really noticed that <laughs> uh, and they also do a bit of like kind of uh glitchiness which i guess is supposed to represent the uh occult uh aspects of the game yeah, yeah. those were some like effects that they did during the spooky parts so good yeah, super good. Yeah. I, yeah, I, also I, think I it's... had written in my notes that I like, I, although I liked the music, 
probably not enough to listen to it on its own, but then that turned out to be a lie because I listened to it for most of my working today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, uh, it was funny because like over the weekend, I was like, I peek behind the curtain. I've been practicing speed puzzling uh, just because I'm curious how well I do in an actual competition. So I was like, had all these 500 piece puzzles that I was like quickly trying to do. And I turned that music on. Notably, the spider area music is very good for speed puzzling. So if you are out there and you are a speed puzzler, listen to that song. You (laughs) might improve on your time. Who knows? Wow. Did you beat your personal best with that or do you Uh, It was the first time I've ever, I ever did a 500 piece puzzle, but I did finish in 40 minutes. So you you achieved your personal best with that song. Yes. I was very happy with it for sure. I have never um, considered speed puzzling. I honestly didn't know that existed until you said it. You know, considering that the world championships, you don't need to qualify. You just need to pay a $12 entry fee. <laughs> so, you know, next year when it's in Italy, I'm planning on booking a ticket and just seeing how I do. Because why not? Hell <laughs> you yeah. should. Just that go for great. it. That's awesome. But yeah. Um... But yeah, another thing I wanted to mention is like, I, I, I think along with their announcement about hitting 1 million players in their first week, which is like, first of all, a huge feat that they were able to get a million players in the first week. Um, but also they also announced that they're going to be doing like free, free major content updates, um, you know, moving forward, which I think is also cool that they're going to, they're going to make that additional content free. And I'm kind of curious, like, what it will do. They didn't really add any details. They just said it would add more depth to Call of the, of the Lamb. I huh. do hope this game turns into something a bit more replayable. I mean, again, I don't know. I haven't played it that long. But, like, it'd be nice if there was a, a mode that let you just, like, kind of be more pure roguelike, less meta progression. I would get into that. Well, you can just, like, go into the dungeon that's true. I guess you could just unlock everything that's unlockable and then just do the endless dungeons. Mm-hmm. But, like, that seems boring. <laughs> well, I, that's what I'm hoping that the content that they add makes that not boring. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at that point, just play Hades, right? Right. Yeah, I, I did find it interesting, like, people's, like, preferences and game styles, for sure. Because I've definitely seen people play this who are, like, very focused on the dungeon crawling aspect. So, like, they often, like, leave their call in shambles. And they themselves just, like, dungeon after dungeon after dungeon. Um, I think those are the people that usually, like, specialize in, like, rituals where, like, you know, let your followers go two to three days without food so it's like the fasting ritual like they'll basically like perform all those rituals so their like faith won't decrease and hunger won't decrease and all they do is just like dungeon Mm. the entire time um whereas like other streams i've watched there's been like a lot of people really into the cult organization part where they like hardly dungeon but they're really big on like the cosmetics and like making their cult area make sense and like making it all pretty and like creating a bed area and a worship area and a food area like there is a lot of creativity that can come out of this game and i think 
the game also just allows you it, it doesn't punish you if you choose to go one route or the other i guess it does punish you if you do choose to just straight up dungeon just does, in the sense it? that your followers would get angry but like do you um, do you need maybe. followers even really? i mean to unlock the areas i guess especially the final area when you need 20. like i, I was definitely too scared to let any of my followers be sad for very long at least but once you unlock i mean you do need the 20 followers for the final area but you don't need to really pay attention to that if you were just trying to get like you know your combat in that's not how i, I would play true. the game yeah i mean i did get one time where it said a follower would leave the cult um yeah in a couple of days they do do that if they're upset but you also don't really need them to be there. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're, you know, turning them into demons to follow you into battle. But that mechanic, I mean, again, I've never felt, I've never actually had it, but that does kind of seem like one of those kind of, kind of what Zoe was saying, where you're allowed to focus on one or the other and it just kind of like lets you. Because, like, if you're focusing on, like, building up your followers, then it gives you a little bonus for the dungeon, so it's easier. Which is nice. Yeah. But if you're, like, wanting to be hardcore about it, you don't, you never need to do that, right? I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah, I think it also just depends on how much automation you want, like, as you're gone dungeoning. So it's, like, do you... Like, I had a bunch of refineries in my cult. Like, I think I had, like, five fully upgraded refineries that I would just, like, make everyone just work at the entire time, as well as, like, five farms. Yes, so five I feel farms? Like, yeah. <laughs> I had a square of four of them. Um, what the heck? Because the, the upgraded scarecrow... Like, that, I was filling the upgraded scarecrow's area. Although it turned out that that area was a lie. Uh, and it's actually one smaller in radius than that. Which I yeah. realized was indicated on the farms. Like, they had a little shield icon saying they were protected. And the ones on the edge uh, weren't, so I was losing a bunch of seeds. Am huh. I a dungeon person? Because I'm not um. that level of cult management at all. Like, my followers <laughs> were always dissenting, always threatening to leave. I was just like, you can survive. I took the three days without food ritual. <laughs> <laughs> I was spending I most of my time person. in the dungeon. It just gives you everything you need, so I'm like, I'll do it myself via the crusade. Yeah. I mean, I suppose aside from devotion... Uh, Which you can get in dungeons. <laughs> yeah, well, also but true. like very the one, small The ones amounts. you get from sermons. What's that called? Faith. Uh, faith. I faith. think that's just called faith. Yeah. Well, that stuff faith that, is... like the, where you level up your character. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah, that's so that, that's not faith or devotion. But once you max that out, then you just don't need it. Yeah, once once you get all the devotion unlocks you want and you've done all the sermons you need, then, yeah, everything on in, in the cult area is only serving the cult area, aside from demons. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of interesting, because, like, every... Maybe that's why I consider the cult part the main game. Because everything you're doing in the crusade is for the cult. I mean, aside from, like, literally unlocking the bosses. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there's definitely like a strong reason to do the dungeons if you're focusing on the cult, um, because you only get bones from the dungeon, and you need those to do the rituals. So like I was kind of balancing it. Uh, I think I was still a little bit biased towards the the dungeon, um, but I I was trying to keep my important uh, followers permanently alive and so that required a substantial amount of bones for resurrecting them mm. did anyone put down paths no i did <laughs> i started and then i gave up halfway through <laughs> i was gonna make the bedroom be its own floor <laughs> oh yeah that brings up one other thing i noticed which um and when you first boot up the game it says like controller recommended and at this point i usually accept that on a game and go with the recommendation uh until i encounter something where i'm like you know what it would be really nice to have a mouse for this and the point for me in this game uh on that was when i wanted to relocate my farm area and i was like it would be way more convenient to just like drag and drop the farms unfortunately you cannot so you're still using wasid for like WASD for moving the farms and it's pretty painful given that the grid is at a 45 degree angle from the controls you're using that was right. my most frustrating piece of control because I was using mouse and keyboard and getting it to move diagonally one space is so hard <laughs> yeah I, I found it pretty annoying even on the controller uh, like moving, moving smoothly diagonally yeah, I literally gave up on paths because getting it to precisely place was that difficult that I was just like, I don't, this isn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, I think I put paths like underneath my cooking area because I was going to like create this like cute little kitchen. And after I like spent literally like 10 minutes on the area around the cooking area because I just couldn't get the square to be where I needed it to, I was like, okay, I think that's all the paths I'm going to do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I I just don't care about that <laughs> beautification <laughs> shit. Like, you know what? You saved yourself frustration, so. Yeah, I mean I look at it and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um so when your followers come in and they're just like, "Hey, we would really like some decorations around here." Are you just like, "No." No, I'm like, absolutely. Exactly yeah. You want three <laughs> decorations? I'll give you three fucking decorations. <laughs> <laughs> three candles in the corner in the basically corner, yeah it's like away. oh what what do i have the most of grass all right you're getting three grass decorations um wait james guys... I, I must ask this is from a, a bit ago but you were like i have not had any follower storyline quests so like i guess that happened? wasn't quite true but it's like i don't know like not more than like one or two i don't know like my followers didn't follow up their quests. Maybe they just all the ones that would like lead into that, they just like got old and died. <laughs> you know? That's um, that's fair. Sorry. I, maybe I was curious, I, like maybe, no, no, maybe yeah. you had a different I mean, type of quest. I mean like I do know that like McCoy asking me to save his brother into the fight pit, like that happened. But like 
you just the, resolved it i guess yeah yeah that makes sense it just resolves like all, i don't know maybe i chose the wrong um like doctrines for like silly long quests <laughs> maybe i was away too often in the dungeons who knows um okay so you still had quests yeah they just they were just one-offs and then they felt they felt very one-off yeah okay you most have, of like, the time a, a storyline that makes sense there were a yeah. couple of those for me but most of them were storyline based i think yeah um i don't know i feel like a lot of the storyline was in like for me was in the names of the characters and like making sure that I only had one Cameron alive at all times, <laughs> but always had one Cameron alive at all times, you know? Um, I had a Brandon around for a while, but then he died. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so my next question is, how good are you guys at knuckle bones? Ooh, god awful. I can't roll higher than a three, I swear to god. <laughs> I did not lose knuckle bones. I also how? didn't lose knuckle bones, but I only played against the one guy. I how how do you roll higher than a three? What the fuck? <laughs> Must have been it's a bad not luck fair. <laughs> I mean, it is it does say it is a game of chance. And skill? Isn't it cool? And skill, yeah. I mean, there's some amount of skill to it, but, like... Mostly chance. Not enough to, like, keep you alive if you can't roll above a fucking three. Yeah. I mean, I think the main strategic decision in the game is, like, whether you... Is, is around, like, when columns become completely blocked off. Yeah. You can maybe take advantage of that to, like, place a die that can't be negated. Um, but that's about it. Yeah for sure and like making those strategic decisions and like do you use your one to destroy one of their die or do you just let them have a one like that kind of thing that's like a slightly interesting decision but destroying is almost always better yeah almost always for sure um probably close to always but um yeah, when they're the like when they're rolling like, like five can... six four five four and you're like two two one three it's really hard to win yeah is there um, a benefit to the side quests aside from just like money devotion i mean i think each area if you complete the side quest they'll like create a little shrine in your name that you can collect devotion from oh mm -hmm. um yeah. Well, you get that one from that area, like, really early before. Yeah, I think I got like, that in the tutorial of it. I think that one's just betting money for fun. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the knuckle bones thing, so, like, I, I faced everyone, and no matter the difficulty, I, like, smashed everyone. <laughs> like, it wasn't even close. It was, like, 60 to 20 scoreline every single time. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to start betting money. So I started with the first guy, who's supposedly the easiest, bet 10 gold on that, lost horrendously to him. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's all the knuckle bones I'll ever be playing. <laughs> Thank you. Are there... Did... Oh, go for it. I was going to say, did you guys meet the mushroom guy? 
Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. So, Did you so. complete his quest line? Yes. Yes. Is there more than the ritual? Or is um, you also build a statue, okay, I yeah. think. Yeah. He, he asked you to find. So yeah. my quest, I, I don't quite understand what happened to Sozo because I completed his quest line. I came back and he was just murdered <laughs> or dead. Like his brain was split open and he was rotting and the game didn't really tell me much and I don't know what happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure either. Like maybe it's you gave him too many mushrooms. Maybe it's that like because you were so persuasive in his area his cultist members rebelled against him i mean they they seem to not actually like him that much <laughs> there was talking about like how he's uh like angry today or something or scaring them or ah i never went yeah, back after i after i finished the quest so <laughs> i didn't know he oh, was oh you should dead. go back you'll see a <laughs> murdered body <laughs> I had no idea he was dead. <laughs> like I went back and I was just like, "What? Oh, what did did I, did I do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what happened?" Here? No. Um, oh yeah, they they say his madness grows. Oh. Like so he makes himself go mad and he dies. Probably it's all his the mushrooms mad? he was eating. Yeah, Probably. doesn't he have a mushroom on his head? Well, but he was using mm -hmm. the mushrooms on the followers to brainwash them. That's but true. There's a mushroom on his head. That's probably there not is, good yeah. for you. That's probably true. Yeah. But it's got a smiley face on it. So it must be a good mushroom. <laughs> it must be happy. Yeah. It's a it's a happy fun mushroom eating his brain. <laughs> um And Midas, did you get to Midas? Yeah. Cameron? I did not. I was actually going to ask like what are the other side areas? Because there's definitely more that I never saw. There are five side areas. I think. Um, yeah. I think you're right there. There's... Uh, th so you find Midas, who is obsessed with gold. And um, scams you out of gold. Um, and makes fun of you for it. To your face. Um... <laughs> so fun he's like give me 10 upgraded like gold bars and you give him 10 and he was like wow you really gave me 10 i would have taken half that many and i was like that wasn't an option <laughs> 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 um and yeah, then i ignored it until i had my array of offering shrines and then it was raining gold bars so Mm. <laughs> and then I uh, I turned a, a, a wizened old Raphael into a gold statue and oh, um, no. <laughs> I might you can't get him back that's you can't true. resurrect them once I they're know. goldified it was Raphael the second um, <laughs> see. yeah what does the gold statue help with anything? Does it no, do anything? No, it's just like a melted gold person. Uh, each one you <laughs> give him, I mean, for four, you get like one of the talisman pieces yeah. to unlock a new fleece. Yeah. Oh, that's how I finished that. Okay, 
I was curious how, because I think I've done most of, like, all of the side quest material, and I was curious how you could possibly unlock the rest of them. But, alas, there we go. I have to actually kill my followers or turn them into gold. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yep. Um... Is yeah. there a, like, because in my head I just kind of thought there would be four side areas, and like the fishing might place be is one four. of them, Mushroom is the other one. Ratchow is one. No. Oh, yeah, there, there's five. Ratchow, uh, there's the Smuggler and Midas, so that's why. the Smuggler? Yeah, Smuggler Sanctuary. The Smuggler Climbo. is one. Climbo, yeah. Um, did you encounter the fox? I did not. The fox. Is it in a crusade dungeon thing? No, no. It's in the side areas. Oh, when you look into the, when you peer into the darkness? Yes. Ah, yes, I have. (laughs) How do you peer into the darkness? You have to go to those areas at night. So I think you have to go to the lighthouse at night. Yeah, so in, in the lighthouse, they say like somebody went to the, the docks at night and they disappeared like the darkness took them away or something like that um and so that's like the start of it um and there's actually like a little moon symbol there and so that that tells you where to go and then if you find the moon symbol and you go there at night you can talk to the fox and make dark pacts with him dark pacts yeah, I said I uh, I gave a old Cameron to him <laughs> for, for one of mine. He wanted a follower, and Cameron was old, and I was like, "Well, my graveyard is running like really low on space, so this will save me a plot." <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's okay. I forgive you, or I guess I th- Cameron. I think followed. you went calmly, willingly. Not really. <laughs> I think they think? scream at the end just before they go right <laughs> um but I that also f- the the fox figures into the ending i think a bit oh hmm. maybe i haven't is are there like i've only encountered him twice is there a third time there there's a full four times so like he's one four of the th- talismans i guess because oh. each one gives you a piece I guess I haven't found the other two times then. Hmm. Interesting. Also, you said that the gold fleece is the strongest, but I feel like the purple fleece is the strongest. What does that one do? That one gives you tainted heart, uh, diseased hearts. Every time you get a um, tarot card, you get a free diseased heart, but you can only have one free diseased heart at a time. That's only good if you get hit. Alright, I guess that's true. <laughs> it's a lot of free health, though. <laughs> you that only need true. one health. Yeah, but I mean... I mean, I guess... It wasn't until later runs that I started getting lots of tarot cards. So... Hmm. Early on, I didn't get that many. Um, I actually, for a while... I, the first fleece I unlocked was the four random tarot cards at the start. And then, no pickups later. One. Um, oh. And then I switched to the Golden Fleece. I thought that one was bad, and then I realized, like, on an average run, I'm getting maximum, like, three. So, it just seems, it seems pretty good, actually. 
Yeah. I mean, I think huh. uh, in the, like, later areas, as in, like, after you've done the boss, you can get maybe, like, six or seven of them, especially if you also... I don't know if it's there at the start, but at some point, you start getting the option to donate money to get another one at the tarot card unlocks. Yeah. And then you can get, like, six if you have money. Yeah. Which, uh, after you've used all the, after you've unlocked all the devotion things, every devotion becomes one gold coin. So you get lots of money at that point. That's a lot of money. So money becomes infinite, essentially. I have yeah. like 5,000 gold at this point. <laughs> Fuck. It's, I'm rolling. Well, cause there's also that weapon that gives you devotion for red orbs, which is like a lot. There's a lot of red orbs in the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that actually gives you money for it, I, although I don't think I've used it um, after getting all the devotion locks. I hope it works. If that doesn't work, I'll be sad. I mean, it seems to not matter, but... Yeah, wait, so since you've gotten to the end game, I assume, is the end game fun? <laughs> Or is it kind of just like... Um, um, I mean, how much do you want spoiled? <laughs> I guess is the real question. How much do you normally spoil on this? I'm okay with hearing everything. I mean, this is like a full spoil podcast. So yeah, I yeah. guess if, you know, for the listener, they can, they probably shouldn't have clicked on this episode if they didn't want spoilers. That's yeah, our motto. <laughs> well, now they had a warning, yeah. so it's even more so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, obviously, um, after defeating, like, the four bosses, you have to defeat the one who waits. Um, because obviously after you kill the four, like, the one who waits is like, I'm free! You must die now. And you're like, hell no, I've worked too hard for this. You go through, like, a four-phase boss fight, I want to say. Um, like, you defeat, like, both of his, like, attendants, and then you defeat, like, a two-phase boss of himself or like a three-phase boss i kind of forget how many there were there um but then two, the yeah. the one who waits just becomes a uh, another cultist in your cult at the end who's immortal so he'll never die oh that's so cute i did not let him live oh you killed him okay yeah wow. I, I brought him into my cult it's actually kind of fun if you bring him into the cult and you continue playing just because his quest lines for you are so sassy. <laughs> He'll just be like, listen, this place is a dump compared to where I was before and I was in chains. You need to build skull statues for me. Like, okay, will do. <laughs> build skulls. <laughs> I think I would play an entire game that was just the cult simulator part with the follower quest lines and like I think that would be so fun. That's hmm. what I'm hoping like for. Without, so like you're saying like without the actual like roguelike element to it? Yeah, I think add some other thing, like Animal Crossing style mechanics instead. And I would 100% play this game. Just Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. With cults. <laughs> Stardew Valley, I mean, yeah. I think actually RimWorld was the comparison that I would make. Um, oh. Right. Although like in a lot of ways, RimWorld is a very different game. Uh, the like role-playing aspect of it felt quite similar. Um, huh. 
and that like that's really what RimWorld I think as its design was going for was like as a a story engine. So the the way that it does random events in that game is intended to like give you a story of a certain type and so like when you start your game you pick a storyteller and that will affect uh what like how punishing or random or so on the events are wait stepping back real quick what did you get for killing him because it sounds like if you keep him in your cult you get some some a good payoff of like more fun content with the side quest i don't think i got anything <laughs> isn't that just the end of the game um i mean you can just continue uh similar similarly to how you continue after the other bosses okay but it the credits do roll okay so for my own reference there's a better ending of keeping him in your cult because you can't <laughs> be sassy <laughs> judging I, I your was cult curious. <laughs> i was curious if you like agree to sacrifice yourself if the game just ends there like if the one who waits is just like i must kill you now and you're like okay and then the credits just roll and you can't restart your cult or something yeah i mean i guess there were a few other choices like that to the other bosses where they like ask you to bow did anybody take any of those i never bowed yeah i, I always refused i think i refused yeah, same. if i even had that <laughs> so I, I don't even know like what happens <laughs> yeah just no one's a pushover apparently exactly. when you when you run your yeah. own cult you just don't become a pushover yeah I, feel, Although, I felt like i felt like my god would be angry if i bowed to them so i didn't oh yeah i mean maybe maybe the one who waits enacts the curse that they were going to do instead and so it ends up the same could could be But yeah, I don't know. I, I got into the uh, cute but evil cult vibe that the game was going for. So Yeah, they, they nailed it. I guess. I don't want to spoil my potential review, but I was very happy with this game. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, so I guess for, for context, I was on vacation in, uh, into this weekend, actually. It was not supposed to be into this weekend, so I had very little time to play. I started playing on like saturday night for a couple hours and then i collapsed from exhaustion and then i played it like all of my free time until now um which i got 22 hours in and i wow. very nearly 100 percented it but not quite i didn't sacrifice enough followers <laughs> so working on that the ritual yeah, you cooldown better. sucks <laughs> i don't think i can do it I, I, like, sacrificed one, and I made a follower meal just for that achievement, but then I saw the achievement to sacrifice 20, and I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. That's a lot of people to sacrifice. <laughs> I think it's just 10. 10. Ah, okay. But still, that's still too many. That is nine too many. <laughs> yeah, and then I think I have one more tarot card to unlock, and that's it. <laughs> Until the next content update. Yep. Yeah, I've been trying to find that last tarot card. I don't know how to get it. Uh, which one are you missing? The very last one. Wait, okay, I just realized that one I, I did get. 
I got a tarot card from having a wedding, but how hmm. do other people do it? There must be a uh, Yeah, there might be multiple ones. You get it from ones. the fight. You get it from sparing somebody in a fight. You get a lover's call oh. card for... So because that is locked out for me in my playthrough, because I didn't do I didn't do the, uh, like can, can you respec? I don't think you can respec in the cult, can you? No, you you get no. the same card for marriage or fight pit. The the lovers oh. too. Okay, so then I must have gotten that card. Uh, the the very last card you get from finding the spider guy that sells you followers in the dungeon after you've bought from him five times. Okay. I see. Now I know what I need Have to I do. Have I even done that? I've definitely not done that. I don't think I've like ever bought a I mean, follower. so he, he shows up outside of the dungeon, and so it's really easy to just check there each day and buy one from him if you have lots of money. Yeah, but like, it's really easy to just go into the dungeon and get followers for free. <laughs> you'll, you'll want it when you're farming up that 20 for the last fair thing. enough yeah fair and since sometimes he'll like give you old followers and you're just like oh they're old they're gonna die in two days anyway what the hell yeah <laughs> i bought one follower from him and it was super cheap and it was that and i was like this is a scam i'm never buying from you again <laughs> <I love> my <laughs> I do think, though, if you buy from him outside the dungeon and then go into a dungeon and then go into his room, like, he won't sell you a follower there. That okay. was apparently a bug that was fixed in the last patch. Uh, oh, okay. I, I saw it in the patch notes. I see. Yeah, because I remember doing that. I was like, oh, this is a quick way to get, like, three new followers. And then he, like, had no one for sale. And I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, apparently he also didn't give the tarot card, uh until the last patch oh, okay or at least there was some scenario where he wouldn't well so there you have it sometimes playing a game on launch not the best <laughs> option but it's true Rafael, you brought up a good point a while ago about rimworld i didn't make that connection at all but like this makes me want to play rimworld have you ever played rimworld i Yes, I have played RimWorld. Okay. I play it modded because it's amazingly chaotic, but it's very fun. I do highly recommend the game. I don't know if it's a good podcast game. Or maybe it's a great podcast game. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it's a game that would be slightly difficult to play just because it takes so long to like learn what the fuck to do to not just like lose. But probably you might not even realize that you're going to lose for, like, hours and hours, you know? Yeah, I would say, like, it's... There's a certain, like, approachability that Cult of the Lamb managed to do, and RimWorld is very much far from that. Yeah. That's true. I, though, I guess, like, uh, contrasting to Citizen Sleeper, the survival mechanics in this one felt very real like it wasn't hard but it did feel like there were consequences if i actually ignored things and like played poorly mm. did anyone yeah else there were consequences that? and also it took a significant amount of work to like even in the the late game to to work on them 
I think the like, most streamlined I got it was having a bajillion offering statues and then making meat and fish dishes uh, because you get those from the statues. But I, I liked the level of feeling like you were actually needing to put input in or else everyone would die. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree with that for most of it. I, I do still kind of wish that there was eventually a greater level of automation than it got to. That's fair. But then I guess, then again, like by the time you get there, you've done most of what the game has, so maybe that's fine. I guess it would maybe like detract from the fact that you're like a cult leader. Like, feel why? Because like it feels like your followers are kind of stupid. <laughs> and if they became fully automated, you know, you'd lose a little bit of that. <laughs> What do you mean you're starting to refine wood? No, I want gold bars. What are you, what the hell? And they're just obsessed with eating poop. And if you give them poop in a, in a bowl, they're like, I don't know any better. I will eat this. Like, they're, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could go, like, Thomcraft style, where you're, like, you're making arcane constructs to automate things for you. I would buy that expansion pack. <laughs> Yes, All right. that'd be good. But that would be a different oh. game also, you know? A hundred percent. I guess it would be like a like a sequel spin-off. <laughs> yeah. But they have so. I mean they have a lot of like good stuff going on here, you know, it's like it's interesting. Um but I wanna I wanna see what their next game is too. Cause this one was clearly yeah. a success. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm, like, really curious to see what the, at least the new content would be. Like, I'm trying to figure out, after, like, having completed this game, like, how they can add an expansion to it. Um, I guess it'll be interesting to see. Like, I'm, I'm curious if it's just going to be, like, cult management stuff, or if they're, like, actually going to add, like, new levels and new dungeons. So there's, but, I guess, yeah. sorry, I know we were trying to wrap up potentially, but there's the endless no, modes. Did anyone, like, interact with the endless dungeon run things? I did, like, two levels one time. I didn't, but I can see that being, like, somehow better. Well, I mean, there there's a, there's a quest to make you go and beat bosses in the endless mode. Um, so you have to go in a few times, but other than that, yeah, I didn't. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think I did a second, second run of an area, I guess, one time. Um, but mostly I found that, like, my followers would need attention after a run. Then again, I was breaking, like, literally everything until the last few runs so maybe if i were uh focusing more on speed running the areas then it would be feasible to do multiple runs i, actually... I do love that they give you like cult status updates as you're dungeon running so it's like you just notice how many people are like sick dying and you're just like 
I don't know, the worst part is like getting like into the second room of a dungeon. It's like so-and-so died of old age and you're like, oh, there's going to be a corpse there. There's going to be a lot of like poop and puke around it. Like, oh boy. Yeah, that one was really bad for me because uh, I had the uh, decree or edict, uh, whatever, that made them happy about uh, old people uh, being killed rather than dying of natural causes. And so whenever they died of natural causes... Uh, they were really upset. <laughs> hmm. I actually people are upset. Mechanic, no matter, like even if you make the other choice, people get upset when someone dies. Um, it's just less punishing, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think, think they like go the up to loss. a dead body and they're like, "Oh, like beautiful," and then they puke, and you're like, "Okay, well, there's <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. that." <laughs> And um, then, like, I, maybe one of your people is, like, scared of death. Right. <laughs> As someone who speedruns a bit more, I, I liked that it was, like, kind of rewarding me. But as, was it annoying for anyone else who was, like, taking their time in the dungeon? Because I, I love the fact that it was, like, if you go slow, your cult might, you know, have more puke in it. Which is a problem. Oh. I, I guess I didn't. Like there were there were so many drops from destroying the random destructibles. Like particularly in Anchor Deep, you got like crystals for cutting grass. Even yeah, um, that I I felt the pull going the other way, so I, <laughs> I ended up spending a lot of time in each run. Oh, so you like just you were just like fuck my followers, I'm cutting this grass. <laughs> no, I mean I'd like take care of them before going in and doing a full like one run of an area. Uh, after that, they'd need attention. Usually it wasn't a, a problem uh, before then, unless like a curse was done by a boss. Where they were like, all of your followers are starving now. Or something. Or okay. like, yeah, like six of your followers are sick. Or you have to kill one of your followers. That's mm -hmm. always the best part. <laughs> Or you have to kill two of your followers, one that I just got. That was awesome. <laughs> Welcome to the cult, you must die. <laughs> well, they, they turned two of my followers against me. Right. They don't allow you to leave the room either. I thought I could just like, I thought they were just like pursue me throughout the entire dungeon, but no. Mm -hmm. No, you just have to so kill them. I was just going to keep on running. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> just kidding. Like. I do think it's like a very interesting like again I feel like it's like more maybe impactful like those kind of story beats I always thought were more impactful if you were like a streamer like and your followers did that only because it's like sometimes like they'd be like oh like welcome to the cult like this is a great place and then the person would turn against they'd be like I don't want to have to kill you no <laughs> like oh no I never had that happen. I guess that must be like the third dungeon that I didn't really go too deep into. Yeah, fourth fourth area, the the spider area. Oh. Um, Cause yeah, I think one area is hunger, one area is sickness, and then the other is just dying. <laughs> I guess. Betrayal. Betrayal. Yeah, Leshy doesn't curse you, right? No, I don't think so. I thought. Maybe he, like, summons monsters or something. Oh, yeah, maybe. He does something. 
Yeah, perhaps. I don't remember. Well, any other talking points or are we good to rate? I think I'm good. I think we're good. Okay, James, do you want to, or actually maybe Cameron, because Cameron, you haven't really finished this game. I haven't, which makes me the most qualified to give this review. Yes, perfect. Do you need a rundown of how our rating system works? Absolutely. All right. It's perfectly fine. All right. So we've got one thumb down, meaning awful, horrible. Sometimes we have two thumbs down if you really, really hate it and think it's worse than a one thumbs down. You're speaking Um, my language. That's definitely what I'm going to pick. Oh, there we go. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, We've got no thumbs, meaning like, meh, it was all right. Not, Not bad, not good. Didn't really feel anything. Uh, one thumb up, which is like, good game, liked it. Two thumbs up, meaning really good game, really liked it. And then there's like gold star, which is like the best of the best. Like this will be a game I will think about for generations to come. It is so impactful in my life. Like I don't know what I did without it. All right, I have my rating. That Are you sure that's gold star? That sounds like maybe a bit bit too high of a <laughs> I mean, gold, gold Star is a different it's it's a different definition for everyone. I think Gold Star just means like to you, like it is just like the cream of the crop for whatever reason. It's what you think about when you're feeling, you know, when you need to pick me up. You're lying in bed, you're like, I can't sleep right now. Cult of the Lamb comes into your head and you're like, I'm soothed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. That is the Cameron Gold Star right there. <laughs> you're playing Stardew Valley and you get a star fruit and it's like, the taste reminds you of Cult of the Lamb. Is it a game <laughs> or is it a <laughs> waifu? I don't know. What? Uh huh. That's your criteria. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um,. Yeah, I'm gonna personify give it, the game and fall in love. I'm gonna give it <laughs> two anime waifus. No, I'm gonna give it two thumbs up um, with extra long fingernails because it's a little bit above that. All right. Ooh. All right. So like, just not quite a gold star. Well, it's not gonna be the game I think of when I'm trying to soothe myself to fall asleep. But <laughs> yeah, it is the game. <laughs> That, you know, it made me, brought me joy. I do plan to play it after this podcast, and I'm definitely revisiting it in a couple months. You know, it's kind of like that X that was mediocre, but you think about when you're in your most vulnerable moments, but mm-hmm. not to soothe yourself to fall asleep. You're just kind of like, maybe it's, you know, maybe there was something there. That's the kind of vibe. When you're just a little bit It needs bit to lonely. reach that X status first, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of, like, we've broken up, right? Like, I'm taking a break from Cult of the Lamb. I haven't played it for a bit. I played it today for the podcast. I'm probably not going to play it until the weekend. We're off and on. But I still <laughs> think about it. I'm like, you know, oh, like, maybe we should have another date. That kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I should Eat call some him. poop sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my rating. Well, perfect. I don't know how you're going to translate that into a spreadsheet, but... I think that's we'll, a two we'll thumbs just up. <laughs> two thumbs up with extra long thumbs. That's what we're going to rate that. That's right. Perfect. That's right. <laughs> or extra long fingernails, fingernails not thumbs. Yeah. Very important. And the yeah, fingernails are... I got that in there. They have Good. a beautiful pastel color on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Have the learned. emoji. Yeah, very good. 
I, I've learned doing the the emojis for this podcast that I may have extra long thumbs. Either that or McCoy has really short thumbs. I think it's because, that Because <laughs> I sent McCoy that thing and he's just like, I don't know, the thumbs are just really long. And I'm like, those are just what my thumbs look like, man. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Those are my thumbs. <laughs> like maybe make them look more human i'm like excuse me <laughs> i think it's more that like uh emojis tend to mess with proportions a bit to get things to be visually distinctive in a small square shape perhaps that as well i don't know my thumbs are kind of i i, I agree with zoe i think <laughs> well i mean i'm looking at like the i think zoe's talking about like thumbs this. up emoji that uh you get in like google sheets right now which is where we're recording these ratings and that thumb is definitely smaller than anatomical norm oh my god yeah. is this like, is this like the, i have studied the thumb what is this like the blue, <laughs> the blue dress white dress thing <laughs> yanny or laurel it's that's just right thought real thumb or or emoji thumb <laughs> you'll never know are you a real oh, thumber perfect. Um, that's what I heard when you said that. Um, I guess I'll go next. I'm also going to give it two yeah. thumbs up. This game is really fun. Um, but not a gold star. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I, it's not a perfect game by any means, but it does a whole lot of things right. It's really funny. I love the, uh, voice acting. I think it was really smartly voice acted, um, because, like, it would be very expensive to have people read out a whole bunch of voice lines, but just going like is better. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a voice actor. Is it's funny. It was good. And yeah, I don't know. Two thumbs up. I also haven't finished it, but I plan to. Perfect. Yeah. Which reminds me, did you guys do the inspiration uh, choice for, like, Doctrine? I did. Where you can, like, oh, go yeah. and you, you dance with your followers. You're like, Yeah. 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 Yes, I did do that. I think it's very strong. It is. Oh, man. It's so strong. Especially when you, like, Combine it Pair with it with bribes. the confessional. Oh yeah, bribes, dancing, and then the confessional booth. Yeah, yeah. Were, like, the confession really booth high. plus the uh, inspiration was why James was the highest level in my area because I he was like the melee attack demon uh. in mine, and so I was like, I'm just gonna level that up because for <laughs> for at first I thought it was actually like adding to my attack, um, but it was just adding to its own attack. But still. You were like level 16 or something. Nice. It's pretty good. All right. I will go next. Um, I, I will also give this game a two thumbs up. Like, I know, I know I like mentioned like a lot of bugs that I encountered during this. And yeah, like, I think they're all bugs that have since been patched out of the game. So I wouldn't take like what I said to heart and like make that. I don't know, a negative for the game. It's not like Cyberpunk, you know, where it's like, I'm pretty sure half of the bugs I mentioned in Cyberpunk still exist today. Probably. Um, 
I think like the developers have done like a really good job with like receiving feedback and working like really hard to get like issues resolved. And from what it sounds like, it's a very small team. So props to them. Um, but yeah, it was like really super fun. I think like my only regret is that maybe I like played this game too hard in the sense that like I really like hardlined it for like three days straight, like six hours a day, three days straight. Um, and as a result, I finished the game very, very early. Um, and, you know, like, yes, you can continue playing the game, but like, as far as like new content goes, like, I'm gonna have to wait for that. And I kind of wish I like, maybe savored it a little bit longer and like prolonged the experience. Cause I do think it is a very fun game. Like, really like the cult management stuff really like you know i i do like the the dungeon crawling if not just for like the art and the music um and then i also kind of like liked learning like the weapon aspects or like trying to work around them sometimes sometimes i like being given a set of rules like that and trying to work around it um but i swear to god if i get a hammer like six times in a row then i think the game hates me and i will rage quit um or maybe i just need to get good who knows but yeah, I think overall two thumbs. Really fun game, really cute, really excited to see uh, what's in store. Well, as soon as like new content's available, I most likely will probably pick it up again and play it. Sweet. Uh, so I guess I'll go last. Um, yeah, so I, I thought of like I kind of went back and forth a bit on my, my rating for this uh for a while uh and because we we talked about the bugs uh i encountered my fair share of them and i also had i don't know criticisms about the the combat part um and in in some ways like there there wasn't a whole lot of depth to any part of the game like it's, it, you can look at like okay the colony part and there's more depth in, in other games that are focusing more on that and the combat part and there's more depth in games that are focusing on that um but something about this game and just like the the vibe that it goes for of like the the cute things and occult rituals and sacrificing your followers i don't know it just it spoke to me um so i'm gonna give this a gold star Yes. Hell yeah. Oh. I wanted someone to give a gold star. <laughs> it it deserves at least one. Hell yeah. Yep. One gold star with shiny lamb doe eyes. Ah, perfect. Well, awesome. That does it for Cult of the Lamb. I mean, thank you guys for pivoting to such a cute game. I mean, as soon as it came out, I kind of figured that this would be, like, right up our alley for a type of game we'd want to do. So I'm really glad that we were, like, able to do it and able to do this episode fairly close to launch time. Yeah. Really fun. Yeah, I think I, I posted it a while back and I was like, what is this? And secretly I was saying to myself, I want this in my life. Um <laughs> And I don't, I don't think there was that much response then. So I'm really, I'm really excited that we, we all did get into it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. 
transition. Transition. Well, next week, we'll finally start our dating simulator block with Cameron. Really excited for it. We'll see what's in store. I, I still think I heard say... some rumblings of a McCoy return next week, so... Oh, no. <laughs> we'll see about that. For dating simulator? That's not his nope. favorite genre. Oh, but Who he told me himself cares? that he personally would be interested if Cameron was there. So Cameron, you are locked yes. in for needing to be there. <laughs> I I mean, I am locked in. Hopefully this microphone's better. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Sounds great. I can't wait to balance out those thumbs downs that are coming in from McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Peek behind the curtain. I don't know. I feel like a dandelion, you're just going to get like a gold star. You're going to be like, top tier dating mm. sim loved playing a demure helpless girl dating magical bunny boys i but we'll have to see we'll see we'll see <laughs> we'll see what happens all right perfect and with that said and done let's hit the stop button the tyranny of thumb